Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicMPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest is Kathleen Haley, who is Director of Multicultural Marketing at the Hewlett Packard Company. Today we will discuss effective marketing to Latinos and her company's efforts to target Hispanics. Kathleen is responsible for increasing brand relevancy and consideration in the U.S. multicultural segments for her company. She leads a cross-company group of marketing professionals to increase the effectiveness of HP's marketing to these consumer segments and drive sales. Kathleen joined HP in March of 2000 in Barcelona, Spain as a public relations manager for HP DesignJet printers. She worked in a variety of internal and external communications jobs, having global and European responsibilities, during her four years in HP Barcelona. In 2002, she managed the EMEA communications launch team in the clean room to launch AP after the merger with Compaq. In addition to leading a cross-company team, Kathleen led the merger communications for EMEA-based retailers and employees. Post-merger, Kathleen joined the imaging and printing group of the EMEA leadership team as employee communications manager and chief of staff. She moved to California in 2004 as the manager of employee communications for HP's global operations and IT organization. And she later became the manager of communications for HP's global operations organization. Most recently, Kathleen became HP's first Hispanic marketing manager, developing a strategy for HP's entry into the market and leading initiatives in several key markets. Prior to joining HP, Kathleen worked in high-tech public relations in agencies in Boston, Massachusetts, and Grenoble, France, as well as Barcelona, Spain. A resident of New York City, she holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in Communications and Spanish and an MBA degree in International Marketing from Boston College. Kathleen, welcome. Thank you. This is a really interesting topic, I think, because we hear so much about Latinos and their interest in technology and their presence online. And, of course, it's a young and vibrant market that has a lot of potential from a marketing perspective. Why is HP interested in particular in the U.S. Hispanic market? HP is interested in this market um, for everything you just said, as well as it's a, it's a clear number story to us. So when we look at the United States, which is one of our biggest markets, um, we see a shift in the demographics of the country. And we see... Um, Right now, there's 45 million-plus Hispanics in the United States. That's grown tremendously over the last decade. And we also see that that shift is continuing, and the U.S. consumer is changing so that Hispanics, as well as other current minorities, will become the majority very soon. So for us, we see that there's this vibrant market, like you said, a young market, very technology-savvy, um, and they see technology as an asset to communicate and connect with friends and family as well as to advance, whether that be in their businesses or education. And so we see not only that they're a perfect target for us, but they're also the growing market in the United States. And so we want to be talking and communicating and connecting with this market so that we have um, continue our success in the future. 
some folks are still under the impression that the Latino market in the United States is mostly undereducated and poor. And I've heard from others in the technology field, like yourself, who say that even those Latinos who fall in that category tend to spend more as a percentage of their income, of their household income, than the mainstream consumer. What are your findings in relation to Latinos' buying power and their ability to spend specifically in these types of products? So I think there's two things here. In terms of the Hispanic market, it's a it's a huge market. So you need to sub-segment it. So there are people um, that are um, less educated and with less income. Uh, they do tend to spend more on technology. That's true. But there's also other segments in the market which have um, larger spending power. So the overall spending power... Uh, you know, this, the research shows it was going to be $1 trillion next year. People are saying it's already a trillion this year. That's a lot of money. Um, but what we've seen in our proprietary research as well as other third-party research is that even if um, – we look at the Hispanics that are that do have less spending power or le- a, a smaller income. They are spending. Um, we did an ethnography study. We went and spoke to 80 families across the country. Um, we went in their homes, and we also went shopping with them to see how they chose their technology, how they used their technology, and what they were thinking during these processes. And and I'll tell you one one example that to me was just the clear example of someone who doesn't have a lot of – a Hispanic person who doesn't have as much money as you'd think to buy the big purchases. Um, here in New York, we went to talk to a young single man. He was in his 20s, and he lived with his aunt and uncle, and in his bedroom, he shared a bedroom with his cousin, a bunk bed, yet he had – a huge flat screen TV, top of the line computer, and anything else you could imagine, even though he was sharing a room with his younger cousin in his aunt and uncle's house. So that's a clear example of just one person, but um, a good example for a lot of Hispanics that they see technology is very important. And even though they don't have as much spending power, they are going to um, – put more value on buying technology versus other things that maybe other consumers would buy. In terms of that segmenting that you were talking about a few minutes ago, it's, it's wonderful to hear because a lot of people, when they talk about the market, they just talk about this really big market. And, and the first thing that you said is, no, no, you have to segment it and sub-segment it. Would you tell us a little bit about how HP does that without revealing the secret formula, of course. Sure, sure. Um, So we actually started out uh, two, three, maybe four years ago with a segmentation that a lot of companies use, which is by acculturation level. So you have the um, less acculturated, unacculturated group, Spanish dominant, less educated, less spending power, recently came to this country. You have the middle segment, which is the bicultural market. And then you have the, um, on my slide, it's on the right-hand side, the acculturated, which could be second, third generation, uh, more mainstream. They speak English more than Spanish, et cetera. And so we started out with that 
segmentation. And we looked and we said, acculturated, we probably already reach with our general market efforts. The unacculturated, we didn't know if we had, this is a few years back, we didn't know if we had the right um, programs in place, the right area places to shop to reach that group. And so we said, we're going to focus on the largest segment, which is the bicultural, that will shop at stores where our products are available, have a little more spending power so they can uh, afford our products as well. And they also see technology is very important. And after doing that for a little bit, we realize it's, it's not about the acculturation for technology. For us, it's about who values technology, who sees technology as a, um, as a way to get ahead, as a way to connect with family and friends. And so we actually went through a process and we have a segmentation and we, we call it the tech adopters, so technology adopters, who actually skew more bicultural, but again, it goes across the board in terms of the the traditional acculturation model. And what we saw was technology, again, it's a tool that these folks see as facilitating, communicating and connecting with family and friends. It's um, for Hispanics, for a lot of people, most people, technology is very important. We're doing this interview with Skype. That's a great way to do this. It's even Skype is more important and your computer is even more important when you have family all over the world in a different country, not just in a different state or down the street. And so the tech adopters that we um, want to communicate with, want to talk to, want to tell about our products and programs and services, they see the benefit of technology. They want to learn more about technology and they um, see the web and other technologies as changing the way they get information and is really have changed the way they live their lives. And so that's our, without revealing the secret formula, like you said, that is our segmentation. Um, we've, we've evolved it from the acculturation-based segmentation to the technology-based, and then we can go and talk to these folks that um, typically over-index in many areas, like owning a computer, using the internet, the cell phone. You've seen um, over and over again in this market as very, very important. And these folks in the tech adopter segment for us um, over-index in those areas, and they see technology as a, a key tool for them to live their lives the way they want to. Can you flesh out that segment profile a little bit for us, Kathleen? In other words, are we talking about men mostly or women or is there a difference? Is there a part of the country where they tend to be stronger? What can you tell us about that consumer profile? So um, they skew bicultural like I, like I said earlier. Um, they actually have a higher household income than the general, if you want to take the whole Hispanic market overall. Um, they are value conscious. I don't have the segmentation in front of me in terms of geographically speaking, but a lot of our efforts are in the top markets for Hispanics in terms of numbers. So we've done activities in L.A., New York, Miami, um, 
the the when you look at pure numbers of Hispanics, um, we, we work in those areas. But again, I think what we've done is really taken it from a values or attitude profile. Um, so a lot of them are fifty eight percent are married. Um, seventy five percent have children. Children um, often drives technology. Youth drives the use of technology. So uh, whether it's gaming, communicating, IMing, things like that. Um, and they, what we do know is because they skew bicultural, they consume media in both Spanish and English. Um, and another key part for us was that there was a slightly um, higher credit card penetration than the overall market. So for us, um, that's important because when we're selling direct or even in some of the stores, the retail partners, credit card penetration is important for a purchase like a PC. When you say then the overall market, you're talking about the overall Hispanic market, right? Yes, sorry. Um, so the overall Hispanic market, the latest data, and this is, might be a little dated, we had about 44% penetration rate for credit cards, and our tech adopters group um, is, is slightly higher than that, 47 48%. And was it more women than men or men than women, or was it equal? You know, I don't have that in front of me. I think from what I know in general, not for the tech adopters, but um, men and women both equally are important. It depends on their um, phase in life as well as what we're talking about. So um, for women, we often target mothers because they'll make the purchase for their family or they'll decide they need a new TV or they need a new computer for the family or for the children in school. It's often the mother that's driving that decision. Um, when we look at the youth market, oftentimes we'll look at the, the men um, and youth being not, not children, but, you know, from 18 to 25 or so. Um, but women are also important there. So I don't differentiate as much in terms of men, women. Uh, I look more in terms of their, um, where they are in the life cycle, if you will. On that, now that we've looked sort of at the general Hispanic market and these uh, technology adopters that you have identified, what would you say is your strategy to reach out to these markets? Um, I know you said earlier that you assumed initially that you were reaching the acculturated Hispanics with your mainstream efforts. Do you still believe that to be the case, um, especially now that you've identified this technology-oriented group that is bilingual in its media consumption? So... Uh I believe part of my job is really to work with the general marketers in my company to shift their thinking from general market, which traditionally was white, non-Hispanic, um, and let them know about the demographic shifts in the, com in the country to say the general market has changed. And Hispanics are a huge part of that market, and we need to take that into consideration when we do anything, whether it be national or if you go into Los Angeles, make sure you're thinking about the Hispanic market. And so in general marketing, I want to make sure that we take that in consideration. So even if we're reaching acculturated Hispanics in an ad on a general broadcast station, 
I'd like to give some sort of a wink or a nod to the Hispanic community. And that's a that's a work in progress today. So I think we are reaching acculturated Hispanics if um, in, in our product marketing efforts. I think we could do a better job if we take into consideration when we go to market what the actual demographic breakdown is of the places we're, we're we're reaching them. So, again, if we go to Los Angeles, we better be thinking about Hispanics when we do anything in that market. Um, In terms of – can you repeat the question, Elena? Yeah, of course. I mean, the big picture question is – what are you doing, if anything, to reach out to these consumers who have certain characteristics that set them aside from the general population? Are you embarking on particular outreach efforts? And if so, would you tell us a little bit about those? Okay. So I just discussed what I'm doing internally to help with the general marketing. And then in terms of Hispanic-specific efforts, yes, we are, we are definitely doing things. Um, we, we, uh, my strategy is um, there's, several, there's several parts. One is working with the general marketers to make sure that what they do makes sense for the U.S. market today. The other is it, when my partners internally go to market – we want to enhance what they do for Hispanics. A good example of this would be um, Shrek. I believe it was Shrek the Third. When we went to market for Shrek the Third, because HP is a big partner of, of um, DreamWorks, we had the company had HP had a plan with many, many printing activities online and an online um, plan to drive people to go and get Shrek party kits and um, puppets and anything you can think of were Shrek in our um, creative studio, which is on hp.com. We worked with that team because we know that Hispanics are younger, they have more children, and family is very important. We worked with that team to get all of those activities in Spanish. And it's it's the theme is universal, so it wasn't changing the theme of the activities because Shrek is all over the world and it was popular all over the world. So we worked with the team to translate and ensure that we had activities and um, traffic drivers to those activities so that we reached the community in the in the U.S. that would prefer to do these things in Spanish and we provided them with the activities and tools so they could have some fun with their families, with their children. And so that's another. So one is work with the general marketers so that they think about Hispanics. Two is working with them and enhancing what they do so that there's a Hispanic component. And then the third part I do is actually specific programs for Hispanics. Um, the latest example, um, well, there's two examples I could give. The, in last year, November, December of 08, we had big market presence in Miami. We actually did local marketing with a Hispanic slant, but it was the Hispanic marketing group that did this. Um, and we partnered with the Miami Heat as part of HP's um, association with the NBA. And we did um, pretty much blitz the market for over a month and had a contest 
everything was bilingual. We had radio, t- uh, radio ads, newspaper ads, online, and we had some guerrilla marketing, a lot of digital, and we drove engagement and interest for a contest where one um, lucky young man, John Rodriguez, who is 19-year-old Colombian who lives in Miami area, won a week with the Miami Heat. And he also won a kit of HP products, a notebook, uh, a camera, and an all-in-one printer. And during his week, which he said was the best week of his life, every day he took lots and lots of pictures and blogged and uploaded his pictures about the experience. So we were demonstrating what you can do with HP technology while providing an experience that was unbelievable as part of our relationship with the MBA. And that was something specific that we drove out of Hispanic marketing um, to increase brand awareness and consideration as well as to drive sales. We worked with retail partners. We worked with the Miami Heat and um, some other folks to get that done. So that would be the three three areas that I do on a day-to-day basis. And then another example specific to um, – Spanish language, not Hispanic specific, but Spanish languages. On Monday, we're announcing the Spanish language um, consumer support forum on HP.com. And this is um, building off of what we announced in November for English language. And it's allowing Spanish speakers, uh, again, around the world, it's a language specific, but Spanish speakers to go online and ask questions, answer questions, and engage with other Spanish speakers if they're having, um, they want advice, they have questions about their products or what may be. And so that's just brand new, um, hot off the presses for Monday, March 9th. Before we go into that, and I'm sure that if you have time, we'd like to talk a little bit more about that and, and the products themselves. Let's focus for a moment on measurement because it's always such a difficult thing to get your arms around. Have you developed, either in-house or in partnership with a third party, a measurement tool or program that helps you assess the success of your outreach efforts individually and as a whole? And if so, what can you tell us about that? Measurement is one of my favorite topics because in this role, I've never been measured as much as in my role today Um, because it's everyone gets it. We need to do Hispanic marketing, but we also in when, especially in today's economy, we need to demonstrate that if I invest a dollar, invest a dollar with me in my programs, we're going to get a better ROI return on investment than if we invest the dollar somewhere else. And so we we have a couple of things. I um, have been able to work with our um, brand group. So when we do brand studies, awareness, consideration, very in-depth studies, we have a Hispanic component to that. And we ensure that we have X percentage of the respondents are Hispanic and we measure our um, progress in awareness and consideration. And that's very important because we know that Hispanics are very brand loyal. So we want to increase that awareness and consideration and keep that going so that we are um, we have success moving forward. The other thing we do is um, in individual programs, we do measure sales and we do measure feedback, either informal or formal, from 
if we do something in retail from the retail team, from our retail partners, we look at the sales uplift, um, whether it be year on year or versus control markets. And we, um, there are some formulas that uh, I have to admit I don't understand very well, but I have people that I work with that are very good with numbers and they are able to um, evaluate the sales uplift that we can attribute to the programs that we have in market. And so uh, those are just some of the areas that we look at. And then, of course, we have a another program that we have on an ongoing basis is public relations. And we look at are the number of impressions, how many people we reach, who are we talking to, and things like that. So there's awareness consideration, sales, and then um, reach and, and actually reach and frequency. Awareness, sales, and reach. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this because I hear, I hear a lot um, specifically about the less acculturated Hispanics, but about Hispanics in general, that that they tend to have a slightly different approach in their shopping experience, that it tends to be more group or family-oriented, that they like to shop with family members or friends, that they may do their research online, that they probably do their research online, but then their follow-up might be with a phone call or in-person shopping. Are you finding that to be the case? And Would you share a little bit of that with us? We sure are. We, we see the same things with technology and especially with the higher priced items. Um, when a Hispanic family is going to buy a, a high-end uh, PC, for instance, um, oftentimes it's a family event. There can be at least two, if not three generations. Lots of, you know, the kids have a say if it's a PC, a computer for the home that they're going to use for their schooling. The, the children definitely are, are a part of that decision-making process. Um, when we went in the studies that I've done for HP, proprietary studies, we did see oftentimes that folks would go online. So they do a lot of research online and determine what exactly they want to get. And then they'll go into the stores with their families to see, touch, um, check out in person the product, uh, touch the, you know, the computer, the laptop, see what it looks like and feels like. And they'll shop around store to store as well. So first online determine what kind of processing speed do they want, what kind of memory do you want, and then go into the store, feel, touch, and and do some more shopping that way. But they'll do that kind of shopping with the family, like you said. Um, In terms of we had a test uh, program with Spanish Language Sales Call Center, and we wanted to test out if that was something that would be um, helpful needed in our sales process for Hispanics. And we had, this was a, a couple of years ago, actually, and we did it for the Christmas holiday season. And what we found was that not only did folks call to ask questions, they called multiple times and actually became uh, several customers were on a first name basis with several of our call center agents. Um, so that personal relationship was important. We also found that there weren't that many calls, so we we decided at that moment this wasn't the right thing to do. Um, but we did find that the people that were calling called multiple times. They would ask a question, 
then they would go and talk to their family and they would call back and ask for uh, the same agent and say, you know, thanks for that information. Uh, my son has this question now. And so they would do this on, it was an iterative iterative process to determine what they were going to buy and then what we did find was yes they went into the store to buy what they had decided whether it be online or or on the phone something else that i understand is common if we can say common for 45 a market of 45 million people but something that researchers observe more among latino consumers than the general market in general is that they tend to purchase the best product or service that they can afford within their income level and purchasing ability. Do you observe that to be the case as well? I have found that they want the best they can afford, but it's the value as well. So oftentimes um, if there is buy in our example if it's buy a computer and get x amount off for your printer that's a good value and so they'll see they'll they have to weigh that out compared to getting um, maybe a different computer that they wouldn't get the printer with so we found that absolutely you're looking for the best you're probably not going to get the highest you're definitely not going to get the lowest priced item you want the best value for your money Okay, and on that note, if you would tell us a little bit more about the actual products that you have available and that perhaps are of particular interest to U.S. US Hispanic consumers. So we have a wide, wide range of products, and we found that um, the product there, it's not really necessary to do specific products for the Hispanic market and technology. If um, you want Spanish software, you can get that. But the majority of folks that we talk to, even if they're unacculturated or Spanish-dominant Hispanics, um, if there's children in the household, they're going to be using the products for school, and that means they'll use it in English. So we found that our product lineup um, is, is really a, a good lineup no matter what ethnicity language you're using um we i've done a lot for the hispanic market with our laptops our our desktops and our printers and again it really it depends on what segment in that market you're looking at so we have um netbooks so smaller um notebooks we have very high-end like the vivian tam design notebook so if fashion is important if um you know, it's someone who's wealthy and, and the brand is very important, That's that would be great for a woman. It's a it's a design from Vivian Tam. It's the red peony design that she had in Fashion Week last last spring, last fall, last fall. Uh, gorgeous. We also have netbooks that are $250, $300. So if you're looking for connecting to the Internet and not doing a lot of high-processing and you um, activities, and you want to be able to take it around very easily, slip it in your purse, or just carry it in your hand. That's great. We also have laptops and desktops that are more powerful. If if it's for someone who's in school or a small business owner, we know that Hispanic women is the, that's the highest growth area in small medium businesses. Well, they'll want something a little more robust. 
Um, and so you go into a higher end laptop or desktop. And then on the other side, a lot of what I've worked on are the printers. So um, photography, taking pictures of friends, friends and families, printing those out, printing activities. Um, what I didn't say earlier about that Shrek example, when we did the Spanish activities and the English activities, we found that folks coming in from the Spanish language, so the Hispanic folks, downloaded four times as many activities per visit than non-Hispanic. So doing things at home, crafts with their family, was really important. So printers for families, mothers, um, or students is another area we look at. Um, and again, we have a lot of multi, we have a, a lot of models, and depending on the sub segment we're looking at, I would determine which which model to offer. So, is it an all-in-one printer? Is it just a photo printer? Is it a larger printer for to print out the homework, your children's homework? It, it all depends on the the individual consumer needs, and um, and those vary widely. Um, one of the programs we have at HP uh, across the board is employee demo days. And we have a Hispanic or Spanish-speaking employees demo day program as well. So every back-to-school season and every holiday season, I participate in this program and we go to high Hispanic areas and we're available to speak in Spanish with customers who come into the stores. So with our you know, um, office depots of the world, um, partners will go into their stores and what I find when I talk to customers they say we want I want a printer I say well what do you want to do with that printer and that's how you determine what to offer them same with the same with the computer are there any products that are specifically launched with the Hispanic consumers in mind or a particular segment of the Hispanic market in mind or that you market heavily to that audience? You know, when you see the product, you think, oh, this is something they're going to love. So I, I believe that some of the entertainment laptops that we have, so the HP Pavilion entertainment laptops, I think about that. And we work with those. Um, we w work with some of our programs. We use those as the... Um, either the incentive or the high, the highlighted product. And I, I say that because if we're targeting younger Hispanics, music, um, photos, very um, entertainment, you know, watching clips on t uh, from TV online. Um, I am doing multiple things at once. So you want to, you want a big screen and you want a lot of power. And we've seen that that that's one area that would be good for younger um you know, the young, active Hispanics. And actually, last year we partnered, um, we're a big partner with Disney, and for their Dream Quinceanera program, we actually, this was a program that 15 girls um, from around the country won their Dream Quinceanera a, a few days at Disneyland and um, really had the times of their time of their lives um, I was lucky enough to be able to go and present them with um, an HP Pavilion special edition entertainment laptop. And I'll tell you, granted, they're 15-year-old girls, but I've never heard screaming like I heard when they saw that <laughs> laptop. They screamed in with shrill excitement. And 
you know, my messaging to them was, we know, you know, you're going to use this for school, but we know that it's going to be the music, the photos, the talking with your friends and um, all of that. That's going to be very important to you. And this and the, that individual, that laptop, specific laptop that we chose for them um, was powerful enough to do all of that and and more. Are there, if we look at media outlets, for example, with this particular quinceanera program or with any of your other outreach efforts, are there particular vehicles that you find to be most effective with some of the segments? In other words, is it broadcast media? Is it online? Because we know that they over-index in their use of the Internet and other connectivity tools is it radio is it print or more accurately which vehicles are a better match for which segments do you you have any insights on that so what we have done is um we try not to focus on just one so but if i did have to choose just one a lot of times that would be digital because that's the way the world is moving. And again, as you said, when Hispanics are online, they're so active. They are more engaged. They download things more. They um, write back. And so I think for me, if I had to choose just one, that's what I would choose. But I definitely think a mix is is very important. So um, in our outreach in Miami in November and December last year, we actually did um, more untraditional, like guerrilla marketing and digital. And then we did back that up with radio and print. Um, and I think the mix is how you get the right people and, and you want the frequency. So you want to, you want to reach your segment, whoever that is, your target, whoever that may be as many times as possible. And, um, for Hispanics, um, we know that when they're watching TV, they're online too. Um, they're telling their friends. So word of mouth is important, digital important, and watching TV. So TV is important. When they're in their car, they're they're listening to the radio or walking down the street. And so I think it's the mix. And um, we obviously have a strong focus on digital. I also know that there's a lot of Hispanics that aren't online. The ones that are, are more engaged, are um, really just incredibly rich consumers online, but there are some that aren't, and so we can't focus all our efforts online. Let's go back for a second, if, if you would bear with me, and talk a little bit about the highly acculturated Hispanic market which is part of our audience, the middle to senior level folks who are either Hispanics themselves or have an interest in the Hispanic community and stay connected. What kind of a penetration would you say that you have in that market? I know you, you've you sort of assumed that you're reaching them already with mainstream efforts. Have you done any kind of measurement? Do you have an idea of what their product preferences are, their media preferences, etc. Um, in, 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 from what we've seen, their product preferences are more aligned with um, our, you know, the general market, if you can say general market anymore. <laughs> um, 
and, and you know, I I find I'm an I'm an example of an acculturated Hispanic. My mother is from El Salvador, and I'm one of those people that I've always been interested in the culture. I've I've, but with the growth of the market and the availability of more the food, the music, the um, products, what may be every the reacculturation or a retroacculturation, I should say is important even for me who has always been interested in it but for others around that maybe weren't growing up but now they are and I find that the media habits um, oftentimes are aligned with general market but then you're going to look at you're going to look at the people in Espanol or you're going to look at Univision and see what they're talking about so it's it's what's in, would be really great is if you can reach people um, wherever they are and so for acculturated Hispanics, we reach them when they're looking at the English language. I'd love to reach them simultaneously when they're looking at the Spanish language. Does that answer the question? Um, yeah, I, th I think in part, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's an area of the market that you, you feel you're reaching already, but perhaps you're not focusing on specifically. Is that right? Right. Okay, fair enough. What would you say is the general market message that HP has? In other words, if if you want, if you stop a consumer on the street and you ask them, "What is HP?" What is that general message that you hope they're going to answer back with? Did that make sense? Yes. Well, I I think in HP overall, that's a hard message. To, to get we um, have such a diverse product group but what I hope is that they say HP is a product I can uh, is a company I can trust and it provides me with the tools I need to do whatever that is they're doing or they want to do because we go again from little mini printers to a design a graphic designer or an architect will use our printers or um, someone in an office will use the computer, but they have a different computer at home. So hopefully that's an HP and they see that the range we have helps them do whatever they want to do. If they want to write a letter, they can write a letter and they can print it out on an HP. If they want to send an IM, they can do that. If they want to have their pictures taken and or take, have their pictures put into a book, they can do that with HP Snapfish. Um, they can send their pictures. They can, and we've actually found that a lot of Hispanics in our research, they actually email their pictures. But we have services that they can share their pictures, um, and that's important. So I think it's whatever they want to do, we can help them do that. Is the message different or the same? Are there aspects that you emphasize in terms of that general market message when you're reaching out to the U.S. Hispanic, bicultural, and less acculturated segments? Yes. So for the Hispanic market, HP communicates more in terms of um, we make it easier for Hispanics and Spanish language um, consumers to learn about products and solutions. We help them our HP products help them communicate with their friends and families and keep connected and HP can be a part of um, your 
your being Hispanic consumer or small medium business, your advancement in the United States, whether that be an HP computer for school, um, a whole HP setup for your small business, um, or, or any, anything else they can imagine. But we focus for Hispanics, HP focuses on communication, connecting, advancing, and education. Let's talk a little bit before we run out of time about the these new products and the website that you were talking about. Can we do that? Sure. So um, on Monday we're announcing a series or two main um, services, if you will, for Spanish speakers. Um, the first one, which I'm very, very excited about, is this HP Consumer Support Forum. And what it is, it's a Spanish language peer-to-peer online support forum where consumers can go online and they can either look for information or ask questions on different subjects like operating systems, wireless networking for notebooks, or whatever they want to know about or have an issue with. And um, and so that's available starting on Monday. And the other thing is we have the customer care website, which is available in Spanish and it has been for a while. That's been updated, so it's easier to find information there too. And, and I guess... It, why we're doing this is important. We we launched the English Language Support Forum in November and have found inc- incredible engagement there. Um, and we know, we've already discussed, Hispanics more engaged online. And so we found that for support, um, it's it's been growing tremendously online. Web support's expected to double. Hispanics, more than 75% of online Hispanics actually participate in online social media. This is a way for a community and, and, to, and to help. And so we're very excited about this offering that um, will, it be, will be available on March 9th. And I'll just tell you the URL. It's hp.com slash go slash aporte slash foros. And, and there, again, anyone can go and in language ask a question, find an answer, even help other consumers um, if they have questions that, that they have the answers to. Would you share that URL with us again, Kathleen? Sure. It's hp.com slash go slash soporte slash foros, F-O-R-O-S. Excellent. And that's Spanish language information online. Yes. Okay. And what what we we expect it to be very busy because since November, um, we've just had an unbelievable interest in the English language one. And we know, you know, how many Spanish speakers there are in this country as well as around the world. So we believe it's going to be a very, very um, exciting and engaging and helpful site for our Spanish speaker consumers. Is there a matching phone customer service number as well? We have 1-800-HP-INVENT, and that has had a Spanish option for many, many years. Excellent. Now, I'm hearing you say that for a while now, HP has been specifically targeting U.S. Hispanics as an individual market segment. 
And, of course, we have among our listeners business owners and executives who themselves might be interested in opportunities with HP as providers, suppliers, etc. Are there opportunities for vendors and or employees? Is, is a percentage of your workforce Hispanic, etc.? Absolutely. We have um, huge efforts that I work with partners on in terms of diversity internally, um, as well as supplier diversity. And I focus on the go-to-market efforts, but we have I have partners across the board that work with um, suppliers, employees, and um, even other areas like social investment, where we... Um, invest socially, we want to make sure that we have a, a good percentage of that going to the Hispanic market. So for sure. Do you have any idea what percentage of your supplier contracts, employees, even your board is Hispanic oriented? I don't have those numbers here. I can certainly get them to you. I believe all of that is is public information. I just don't have those with me. No worries. Are there any suggestions that you would share with our listeners who would like to reach out to Latinos for the first time or who are already engaging that market but want to strengthen their outreach, specifically, of course, in the technology arena? What three tips, Kathleen, would you share with our listeners that they can take back to their respective offices after listening to our conversation and apply? Um, I think first off, do your research. Um, We gained tremendous knowledge from our HP proprietary research in the Hispanic market, and that helped us gauge where to go, what to do, um, in terms of segmentation, in terms of go-to-market efforts, etc. So do your research and and do it w- well. Um, and I think it's research for the market and it's also research internally in your company to determine who you can work with to go to market even stronger. Um, second, I, I pretty straightforward, be culturally relevant. Um, a lot of people say, you know, translate into Spanish. I think you have to be careful in that, in, and, and it's more of a cultural uh, relevancy that's important, especially if you're not strictly going after the um, less acculturated segment. Language, I don't believe for technology is as important as going after the market culturally in, in a culturally relevant way. Um, language can be important in certain areas, but uh, being culturally relevant is important. And then I think what's important is when you're planning, if if you haven't gone to market yet or if you're already, I think is more important is ha- make sure you have a plan to be in market, have a sustainable presence. So um, going in the market and leaving for a year and then going back isn't, isn't going to engender the um, – brand relevancy and consideration you're going to want with your with the customers. So make sure you have a sustainable presence um, to ensure that you make that connection with your, your target market, whoever that may be. In summary, make sure you do your homework and, and have a clear understanding of the market before you jump in. Language, be aware that it's not just about language, but the message 
and that language in, in this particular instance, when it comes to technology, may be less critical that you communicate in Spanish. And um, help me out with the last one. Make sure you have a sustainable presence in the market. So have an ongoing plan. Don't do a launch and leave. Have an ongoing plan to be in market, um, whether that's online or actually in market in stores or whatever Maybe Make sure it's sustainable so that you can actually create and sustain relationships with your customers. So have sort of a, a long-term presence plan. Exactly. Thank you, Kathleen, for joining us today from New York City. Thank you very much. And to our audience, thank you for listening to Kathleen Haley, who is Director of Multicultural Marketing at the Hewlett Packard Company, who discussed effective marketing to Latinos and her company's efforts to reach Hispanics. Brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicMPR.com. Please share your suggestions, questions, and ideas by leaving a comment on the HispanicMPR.com website. If you or someone you know would like to be on the show, you can email me directly at editor at HispanicMPR.com. That's editor at HispanicMPR.com. Expand your reach. Improve your bottom line by reaching America's largest minority effectively with information from the experts. Listen to presentations from national experts in downloadable audio presentations and extended interviews about Marketing to Multicultural Kids, presented by Michelle Valdovinos, who is Senior Vice President of Phoenix Multicultural. Hispanic Perspectives on Advertising, presented by Liria Barbosa, who is Research Director at CNR Research. The Changing Latino Landscape, presented by Cesar Malgoza, who is Managing Director of Latin Force Group. Best-in-Class Hispanic Strategies, presented by Carlos Santiago, who is President, and Doreen Allen, who is Managing Partner of Santiago Solutions Group. Segmentation by Level of Acculturation, presented by Miguel Gomez-Weinbrenner, who is a Senior Consultant with Cheskin. To learn more about these and other presentations, visit our Resources section at hispanicmpr.com slash resources slash HMPR hyphen products.